Why are Chargers wide receivers Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, DFS must plays this week? It's time to break it down right here, right now, as we close another week of Locked On Fantasy Football. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm one of your co-hosts, Vinny Ironman. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL fantasy and betting for SportingNews.com. Hey, hey, I'm Michelle Majuk, researcher at NFL Network and fantasy analyst for NFL.com. All right, Michelle, it is Friday. That means we're going to look at DFS and then also look at our prize picks, picks of the week. So we're going to make some recommendations if you're playing daily fantasy, looking at the price points and thinking about all the things we've broken down earlier in the week. So these are also plays that we like, obviously, in season-long leagues, but uh, they also have very good uh, potential for return on investment here. And how we do it, we uh, break down uh, quarterback and wide receiver. We each make our picks there. Then we go into running backs and tight ends. And then we'll each close the show here with our three prize picks, projections, picks of the week. So we'll have three of those for you as you get into prize picks here going into week two. So a lot of stuff to cover, Michelle. We'll get right into it. Thanks for making us your first listen every day here at Locked On Fantasy Football. We're your destination to become the smartest fantasy football player in the league, part of Locked On Network, your team every day, your fantasy football team every day. All right, Michelle, let's reveal your two quarterback picks. I love these picks, by the way. These are really good and I definitely want to have exposure to uh, both of these games. Yeah, so I have Jared Goff and Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson's going to be the one you go for you if you have a little bit extra money to spend, six highest quarterback cost on FanDuel, but like way, way cheaper than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, and we know he has that same type of ceiling as those guys in any given week. As long as Mark Andrews plays, I'll say that. Keep an eye on Mark Andrews. If he's out, I don't love this play as much, but if he has his number one guy, I feel much better about Lamar Jackson having a great week. Uh, Deshaun Watson just, you know, put up 45 rushing yards on five carries and scored a rushing touchdown on the Bengals last week. So I do think Lamar Jackson will have a, a better day on the ground, should have a better day through the air as well, as long as Mark Andrews is there. And then we talked a lot about this guy yesterday, Jared Goff. I have him ranked super high in just my weekly rankings. And he's going right now at $7,300 on FanDuel, which is just cost the 11th highest among quarterbacks. I, so I love that value for him. And he gets such a nice matchup at home against the Seahawks. I talked about his road home splits uh, yesterday, but he scores over 21 fantasy points per game at home. He did that last year and like, he just loves his dome, right? He loves to play in the dome where the environment is controlled and this is too good of a matchup. So I expect him to put up a lot of points in this game and hopefully the Seahawks can also put up points so that the lions have to keep scoring on offense as well. I, I just, I see this being a high scoring game. Yeah. And Jared Goff looked great in week one. He didn't get a second touchdown pass, which was a bummer, but they protected him well. He looked good on the road, and they won the game, obviously. So you look at Jared Goff at home. We just saw this defense give up 330-plus passing yards to Matthew Stafford, who he's traded for. So that should uh, be good for Goff here in this matchup. So I love that call with Goff. And, again, 
in seasonal leagues, uh, we're really high on him this week as well. So it makes sense we have him in DFS. And Michelle, you had one side of the quarterback matchup there with Lamar Jackson. I also like Joe Burrow. You can get him for 7400 on FanDuel, so a little bit cheaper than Lamar Jackson. I actually looked at his price in DFS. Maybe it's an overreaction to last week, but I thought he was pretty cheap here, given he's Joe Burrow, right? He's usually an elite guy that you're looking for. And in relation to some of the other guys, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, you're getting a pretty good value here as well with Joe Burrow. And he's had a great history against the Ravens. And keep in mind, C.J. Stroud had 242 passing yards without a TD last week. So that's a nice little floor there. And he'll get into my second quarterback here in a moment. But when we look at Burrow and what he can do, he's going to pick apart the secondary. They have Rockison back there. Really not good on the outside. The Ravens are typically good there, but not this year. So look him to pick apart this defense with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Outside, inside, whatever he wants to do, and it's going to be a very high-scoring game as well. I think you look at Seahawks, Lions, Bengals, Ravens, those are going to be your highest-scoring games to live up to the expectations. This is not a high-scoring game, and a lot of people might be on Anthony Richardson in this game. I'm going to go the cheap bargain basement bucket here for C.J. Stroud. I mentioned last week, he didn't look all that bad. He avoided turnovers. He had 20 yards rushing to go with 242 yards passing there against uh, a very tough Ravens defense in terms of up front taking away the run. So when you look at the Colts defense, not very good. I mean, you saw what uh, they struggled with last year with, or last week, I should say, with the Jaguars. <laughs> CJ Stroud can move around. Nico Collins has a good matchup. I think he's going to play well at home. I tend to like to play the rookie quarterbacks at home, right? More than on the road. They just are in a more comfortable environment. I thought he played okay, given the degree of difficulty of that first matchup. So we're not looking for much here, right? When your price point is that low, you're looking at 6400 on FanDuel. Look, we can get there pretty easily if you want that 3X return. I mean, just takes a couple of scores, a little bit of rushing, and you're there. So this is the bargain basement play here, a little bit of contrarian from Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I mean that's a risky one, right? I I don't know if I that's could a tournament plug. Play, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you have to take those risks sometimes as well. I think right now during this week you can get a lot of great values because of a lot of disappointments. Uh, just last week, like we brought up with Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, I think that's the time to take advantage of those costs because you're not going to, going to be able to get them that cheap for uh, much longer of the season. Uh, looking at wide receivers here, I have. Uh, a connection that I like. We, we, you know, we love to do those hookups. So I am going with an expensive route. It's a Mon Ross and Brown. But when I'm looking at all the expensive wide receivers this week, he's my favorite of the bunch. Uh, we just saw Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell destroy the Seahawks secondary. And a lot like Jared Goff's home road splits, a Mon Ross and Brown's home road splits are, are crazy. It makes sense, right? His quarterback does much better at home. So the wide receiver would do much better at home. But Amon Ross St. Brown averages 21 PPR points at home last year, only averaged 12 in away games. So his home road splits were insane for fantasy as well. Scored all six of his receiving touchdowns at home last season. So I, I expect this to be a huge game for him, and I, I will spend up for him. And then two wide receivers, a little bit lower in cost, but not like super cheap, but it's Mike Williams and Gabe Davis. I talked about them in our wide receiver rankings, but I just love the matchup for Mike Williams against the Titans. In the Titans' last four games, they allowed Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid 
to each put up 19 points uh, in week one. And then week 18 last year, Christian Kirk put up 22 points. Week 17, CD Lamb put up 21 points. So, like, you can score a ton of points on this defense. So throw in Mike Williams. I also love Justin Herbert, but his price, his price was up there for sure. And then Gabe Davis. He's a guy that can go off in any given week, right? We know this. He can also give you a big dud. But I do think this is a game where Josh Allen just goes off. So I want pieces of the, of the pie that Josh Allen's going to be throwing to. And last year in home games, he averaged over 70 receiving yards per game compared to 43 away, averaged over 13 fantasy points per game at home. So I, I think this will be a big game for just the – the Bills offense in general against the Raiders. So I think Gabe Davis can come down with one of those long touchdowns. Okay, Michelle, I'm going to sign off on all three. These are excellent picks. And I really love Amon Ross St. Brown. I think he could actually end up being the top scoring receiver in fantasy. If he scores touchdowns like that, watch out because he's going to dominate targets for this team. And um, Mike Williams and Gabe Davis, they're big play guys. They're facing secondaries that give up a lot of big plays so that's all i have to say there you stole my mike williams pick so i'm gonna offer keenan allen on the other side and the one reason i like <clears throat> excuse me keenan allen this week i know mike williams is the big play guy but what's the status of austin eckler not looking very good here with his injury are they going to try to pound joshua kelly <laughs> against the titans run defense no they're going to try to throw shorter passes it's going to be higher volume. Justin Herbert, let this guy loose in Kellen Moore's offense. And Keenan Allen is that short area receiver. So he, I think to me, I think Mike Williams, because of the big play nature, I think he's more of a tournament play where I think Keenan Allen is more of that high floor guy that you're looking for, right? Mike Williams could easily catch two long touchdowns and you're good. But Keenan Allen, you know, could be seeing 12 to 15 targets in this game without Eckler. So he's more the cash, but hey, I wouldn't mind going crazy here, Michelle, doing the onslaught, as they call it, in the industry, and put uh, Justin Herbert with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams this Ooh. week. So I would love that if I can afford it in some lineups. I'm going to do that. And tying to my quarterback, I like uh, T. Higgins this week. And again, we talked about his matchup being very good. He has a good history against the Ravens. They're going to really focus on Jamar Chase. So Higgins will rebound big time, just like we expect Mike Williams, who talked about him this week. And then finally, Zay Flowers. I'm going to attach him to Michelle's quarterback here. Now, if Mark Andrews plays, I still like Zay Flowers. If Mark Andrews doesn't play, I really love Zay Flowers because, again, the Bengals, we know that they're pretty good passing runs. But what I love about Zay Flowers is that he was heavily involved, really separated from Odo Beckham Jr., Rashad Bateman. He's clearly their top receiver. Fantastic last week connecting with Jackson. So I'm going to play – Zay Flowers in a lot of weeks, but this particular game, again, you want exposure, and I like him, whether or not Andrews plays this week. Yeah, especially if Andrews doesn't play. Zay Flowers is a, a really nice pick there, and I do expect Lamar Jackson to have a nice, uh, a but much better game overall, so I like I like going in on his pieces. Keenan Allen could definitely be the guy that leads the Chargers in receiving yards, right, in receptions. Uh, absolutely, so I, I if you can figure out a way to do the Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike <laughs> Williams stack, that could get very interesting, but you might have to go real deep at the other positions. And then T. Higgins, yeah, I expect him to have a bounce back game with the rest of the Bengals uh, this week. So love those three picks from you. We're going to get into our favorite running backs and tight end plays for DFS in week two. Before we do that, let's talk about the Game Time app. 
Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. I personally love this app. Like, I'm not even joking. I used it all the time, especially when I lived in Pittsburgh. I lived like a 10-minute walk from the Steelers Stadium, from the Pirates Stadium. I would wait just a couple hours before kickoff, go on that app, buy cheap tickets. I knew they were safe. I knew I was going to get them in seconds, and it just really is one of my favorite apps to use uh, all throughout the season. Uh, It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem, redeem code Locked On NFL for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Vinny, we have three running backs each we're going to talk about and two tight ends. Give me your three favorite running backs values for DFS this week. Yeah, I mean, you're going to pay up for this guy for sure. But I I looked at it, and I really like going this way. And I think he could have a big season again. We talked about him on Ross St. Brown maybe being the highest score at his position. I think Tony Pollard could be that guy as well. He had two touchdowns here in week one in that uh, Giants blot where he didn't even have a lot of volume for his reasoning here. So 8,000 on FanDuel. I'm going to pay up Tony Pollard. He is going to be big this week. The Jets are not very good against the run. They actually are pretty leaky here. And you figure the Cowboys are going to play from ahead in this game. It's not going to be back and forth. Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers anymore. It's Zach Prescott versus Zach Wilson. So they're going to have a lead. They're going to hand it to him. He's really good at home, by the way. That's another thing about Tony Pollard. So he's just the guy that's going to get volume, and he's a great player. So (laughs) I don't think there's much else to say, but I'm willing to pay up for him this week. I'm going to go with another guy that may be a bit disappointing for some, but I do like his price point this week. It's James Cook. Again, this is just getting exposure to that Bills game. I think they're going to absolutely roll the Raiders. I think they want to come out, make a statement. Josh Allen's going to do his thing. They're going to have a lead. James Cook is going to get the ball. We hardly saw Damian Harris on the field for them in week one. I know the circumstances of the game were tough, but this is a good James Cook game. I think they want to show that they can traditionally run the ball this week. So I do like that uh, price point, especially at 6,600 on FanDuel. Now, this is my version, I think, of Alexander Madison. (laughs) We'll see. I have a bad feeling that neither Alexander Madison or Rashad White are going to live up to expectations in the long haul, but I'm not picking Rashad White for the long haul when I'm playing the DFS. I don't have him on any of my regular rosters, but at 6,200 on FanDuel, he's playing the Chicago Bears. And we know for the time being, the four Michelle guys, Sean Tucker, potentially steals this job. He's going to get volume, much like Alexander Madison before he fumbled twice last night. We'll see how it plays out with Rashad White. But it is the Bears' defense. Their linebacker additions, did they make upgrades? I couldn't tell. They couldn't stop anything in the middle of the field. Rashad White's going to be a key part of their running attack this week and get a few more catches this week. And again, I like the fact that the Bucks maybe underrated, headed to 2-0 here. Love it at home and everything about it for Rashad White. He's got great hands, so I think he can make up a lot of numbers there. So I like the price point there for James Cook and Rashad White. 
Yeah, I, I definitely agreed with your wide receivers more than your running backs. I mean, Tony Pollard's just amazing. He's going to be great every given week. So if you want to spin up on him, do it. Like, yeah. But James Cook, I just can't trust Bill's running backs. I mean, I don't know. How, we, we've been given this how many years now with Josh Allen and running backs. I can't do it. It doesn't mean he won't have a good game. There's going to be times where James Cook has some solid games, but I'm sick and tired of trusting that the Bills are going to run the ball ever with a running back. They just... They just never do it. And then Rashad White, I mean, we just saw DeAndre Swift destroy the Vikings run defense. Now, the Eagles offensive line I know is better than the Buccaneers, but Rashad White struggled mightily against the Vikings defensive line. So he does get a nice matchup. I just, I can't get on board with Rashad White. My three guys, Bijan Robinson. So you're spending up on Tony Pollard. I'm going to spend up on Bijan Robinson. He's going up against the Bears. He's $8,100 on FanDuel, but still $1,400 less than Christian McCaffrey, yeah. right? So you're getting a good deal there because Bijan was RB7 last week on just 16 touches on just 10 carries. And that's with him getting two rushing touchdowns stolen away from Algier. And he still was RB7 and put up 20 fantasy points. Christian McCaffrey scored just five more points than him in PPR league. And Bijan had uh, 10 carries to CMC's 22. So I do think Bijan's uh, usage is going to keep creeping up. He should get more carries this week. And he had six targets in a game that the Falcons won by 14 points. So I do think he could even get more targets in a game where the Packers should be able to stay more in it. They're not, I don't think the Falcons are going to have a big lead. And the Packers allowed 4.8 yards per carry to running back since the start of last year. Six most in the NFL. So love this matchup for him and just love the talent. And then another, I'm going with two rookies this week. Plug them both in. Jameer Gibbs' price is $5,800 on FanDuel. That's running back 32 costs. That is less money than what Cam Akers is costing against the 49ers. So they're so down on his usage, right, from week one. He only had 28% of the snaps. I'm not so worried about it. I thought he looked... Really, really good. He had two runs of over 15 yards on his seven carries. He got six forced missed tackles on those runs uh, per PFF. The Seahawks don't have a good run defense, right? They allow a ton of fantasy points to running backs. I think Gibbs gets more work this week. I, I think it just was the rookie treatment in week one. He's going to see more work, so I'm definitely plugging him in for that high upside. And then James Conner versus the Giants is my last pick here. $6,400 running back 18 cost. He played 83% of the snaps. He's all the Cardinals have, right? And he gets a much nicer matchup this week than they'd had last week. The commanders are actually really good against running backs, at least in terms of allowing fantasy points. They've allowed the second fewest fantasy points to running backs since the start of last season behind only the 49ers. So they've been really good against running backs. The Giants, on the other hand, have allowed 5.2 yards per carry to running backs, second most in the NFL since the start of last year. So like James Conner this week, you just know he's going to get so, so much volume in, as a receiver, as a rusher, near the goal line if they ever get there. So I, I, I love Conner's value this week. I did have a follow-up question for you, Michelle. I really like Robson and Conner. My question is about Jameer Gibbs. Is he more... Were you a cash game play or a tournament play this week? I like tournament because he, I think he has a ton of upside. Um, yeah. Like he's a guy that you're going to save so much money on so you can spend up elsewhere. And also I think he does provide that upside of top five player where that's going to make the difference for you. Yeah. And I think I feel the same way about cook and white because they're a little bit volatile. I'm going to go the other way. And like you say about the upside, I think they're cheap 
plus a lot of people might be going away from them and just not enthused to buy them, but maybe you get them cheap and maybe that's how you can create that mega stack there with the chargers uh, yeah. going really cheap and running back this week. And uh, Michelle, I guess uh, we can uh, look at our tight ends as well. And uh, we have three rookies there. I'll let you reveal our favorite rookie first, as well as a veteran dealing with a bit of a hamstring issue. Yeah. So Sam Laporta, we talked about him a bit in our tight end rankings. He's, Going, I, I think, a really reasonable price, right? $5,100, tight end 12 cost. He was heavily involved in his first game as a rookie tight end, third most targets on the team, third most routes run. Seahawks are a great matchup for fantasy tight ends. Apparently, I just love Lions this week, right? Because <laughs> I have Goff, uh, Gibbs, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Laporta. Uh, so I am apparently all in on the Lions, scoring a lot of points through the air. Uh, but yeah, I just think in this matchup, Sam Laporta is a really nice value. And then Darren Waller, $6,600 versus the Cardinals. That is high, right? That's third highest cost among tight ends, but nearly $2,000 less than Kelsey and $1,400 less than Mark Andrews. So you're still getting a nice deal for a guy that should be a top scorer this week. Week one was just a disaster for the Giants in general, right? They played against Dallas and they scored zero points, but Waller still led the team in targets. He led the team in receiving yards at only 36, but the Cardinals have a lot been the best team to play your tight end, your fantasy tight end again since last year. And Darren Waller himself says he's not anticipating the hamstring limiting him at all in this game. Like it, we don't really know what it is with nerve issues in the leg, but I'm going to just trust him when he says I'm good to go. It's not going to hamper me. Yeah, and I think the matchup is too good to ignore. And if he's going to be out there, he's going to be out there and play at a reasonable level here. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. I think uh, going back quickly to running backs, I mean, the two big areas worried about are Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler. They might not be playing. So you might have to dig a little bit deeper in running back here this week. So those are the three we're watching. But Waller should be good to go here with his hamstring issue. And, yeah, I mean, that also might deter some people from – playing him in DFS, but you can definitely go there and uh, take advantage of that matchup. Now, I have two more rookies for you, Michelle. It's a rookie extravaganza here at tight end. I have Dalton Kincaid. Now, I was diving a little deeper here to what the role of little Jordan Humphrey was last week. Yes, th this comes up sometimes. He was filling in for Jerry Judy, essentially, in the slot. Dalton Kincaid did a lot of work in the slot in his opening game here for the Bills. So this is a very good matchup here overall against the Raiders. Now, they did look better at times against the slot last year because of Nate Hobbs, but they're pretty darn weak here. So Dalton Kincaid, it's an opportunity here at home. Showcase the rookie. That's why I also like your Jameer Gibbs pick, right? They like to get those shiny new toys going for the home team and, and doing that. So I think definitely look at that with uh, Dalton Kincaid. He's, I think he's going to score this week and uh, play off the other guys really well, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. I like to be more of a Davis and Kincaid game as maybe the attention goes on Stephon Diggs for the Raiders' really weak secondary this week. And then uh, Luke Musgrave is my other pick here. Now, you look at this Falcons uh, matchup, it wasn't too bad because uh, Hayden Hurst scored against the Falcons last week. Musgrave looked good stretching the field. I know you can get a lot of opportunities, but what's happening this week? Aaron Jones looks like he's going to be out of the game. Christian Watson is not looking good here with the hamstring. So, again, related, pay attention to these injuries, helping players a lot. And uh, we've told you about Eckler 
related to Allen, and I feel the same with Musgrave. I think he has a really good shot here to do something. The Falcons actually are not bad on the outside at corner, so I'm not sure if I love Leo Dubs as much. So that should open some things for Musgrave as well. So I like their price points here for the two rookies. So a lot of rookies you can pick up here between Sam Laporta there at uh, 6100 and uh, Dalton Kincaid and uh, Luke Musgrave cheaper there, 5700 for Musgrave, 52 actually there for looking at uh, Kincaid. So these are really good values to play this week to pivot from the top tight ends and get some good other players in your lineup. Yeah, it's nice to have some of these rookie tight ends looking like they have promise, right? We need new, fresh tight ends to give us some hope for this position in fantasy. Luke Musgrave is a a great play because he's going to be necessary again with all of these guys hurt. And it's it's a nice matchup for him. So love that call by you. We're going to end the show with some of our favorite prize picks picks um of the week uh and so we'll each name three of our favorite uh picks of the week here in our last segment uh before we get to that i want to let you know this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. do you ever find that just as you're trying to fall asleep your brain suddenly won't stop talking do your th- thoughts start racing right before bed or at other inopportune moments. I personally have definitely struggled with this. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk them through. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycle and find some mental and emotional peace. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get a breakdown from your thoughts. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. With BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. Give online therapy a try at BetterHelp.com slash locked on and get on your way to being your best self. Do you love playing daily fantasy? Try out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they go more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to up to 25 times your money on any entry. At Prize Picks, you aren't competing against other people; it's just you versus the projections available. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, Prize Picks adds a ton of excitement to the sporting. A viewing experience, players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else. They can even pick in-game projections after a game has started, which includes halves, quarters, periods, and more. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code Locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Now we're going to give you some of our favorite prize pick selections of the week. Help you uh, win some money here. So we're each going to give our three favorite picks. Uh, I'll let you go first, Vinny. Run through your three uh, three top ones of the week. Yeah. Um, before we start, uh, I was talking to Michelle as we were trying to figure out what to do here. And I told her I have a no quarterback passing yards policy. I don't mind quarterback rushing yards, but I do not go after the quarterbacks in their passing yards because it's so volatile to me. And it, it usually those are the tough ones for me. So I'm going to go into my comfort zone, Michelle, and I'm going to dig deep here a little bit at uh, receiving 
total here. So when I look at uh, Nico Collins, I love the matchup this week against the Colts secondary. I talked about CJ Stroud. Maybe that's a alternative uh, tournament play that you can make in DFS, but on uh, prize picks, uh, he's got uh, more or less than 46 and a half receiving yards. So I'm going to go more there. I think that's way too low for a guy that's being involved and getting a lot of targets as for now their number one receiver. And we know how bad the Colts secondary was last week against the outside receivers, Calvin Ridley and Zay Jones. So again, I like C.J. Stroud. And I think a lot of his numbers, if he goes for 250 again, you'll definitely see Nico Collins get more than 20% of that number. Now, Chris Olave, I just love this player. It was so easy what he did. He kind of reminded me of Justin Jefferson that you kind of started slow. Then you look at the numbers. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's well over 100. He didn't even like try, like he got open. And now there's no JC Horn on Monday night, which I love here because that's the one corner that's good. He smoked Dante Jackson last year. So this number at 71.5, I'm going more on the receiving yards on Monday night for Chris Olave. There's no doubt about it here. And I felt it with Justin Jefferson a little bit last night. I think Olave makes it look easy here and shoots probably maybe past that number at halftime. And this is digging deep, Michelle. Get ready. I'm going way in there. (laughs) Going to Cade Otten, more than 23 and a half receiving yards. Now, Why am I going here? There's really no third receiver. I know they have Trey Palmer behind Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but we know that Baker Mayfield does have a history of throwing to the tight end. Then you look at this Bears matchup. They gave up a big play to Luke Musgrave, and that's all it takes. A. Dotton is an athletic target. Maybe forgotten, just totally off the radar. He hasn't done all that much, but he saw a decent – handful of snaps and you're not looking for that much it's not asking for much more than he did last week here so 23 and a half is just way low for a guy that i think is going to be involved more than we think as we go forward i'm taking it that's my little uh, deep cut pick here <laughs> along with uh, maybe two more popular guys I'm down for the Nico Collins and Chris Olave. I'm just going to have a hard time spending my money on anything with Kate uh, and anything Baker Mayfield attached is really hard for me to feel good about the that. Bears, and though. again, I I love Baker Mayfield. I need my dog after him. Like uh, that's a true story. My dog is yeah. named Baker after Baker Mayfield. I love me some Baker Mayfield. It's just, I, I can't trust that man anymore. Um, my three, I, I don't go anybody as bold as Kate Otten, uh, but I am going with two running backs in the same game, Nick Chubb and Najee Harris. So Nick Chubb's is at more than 76 and a half rushing yards. I, I think he gets more than that, right? So he had 18 carries for 106 yards last week. We just saw CMC destroy the Steelers on the ground for 152 rushing yards. Their defensive tackle, Cam Hayward, is out with a groin injury. That's going to be huge for that defensive line, especially with stopping the run. Nick Chubb is, uh, unfortunately for me as a Steelers fan, he's going to just run all over them. So I definitely like that more than uh, 76 and a half for him. And then on the other side, Najee Harris. Listen, I know the Steelers only ran 10 times last week and he only got six carries, but he still put up 31 yards on six carries. He's averaged over 100 rushing yards per game in his four career games against the Browns. Joe Mixon against the Browns last week had 56 yards on just 13 carries. And I do expect the Steelers to get right. 
I don't know if they'll win, but I think they're going to focus on running the ball and playing defense because whatever they tried to do last week did not work. So this team is built to run and play good defense, and that's what they need to focus on. So I, I think Najee Harris sees a lot more than six carries this week, and he can he can get more than 50 rushing yards in this game. And then I'm breaking your policy here. I am taking a quarterback <laughs> uh, to have more than 241. It's all on you to do this, so yes. you have to do it every week. <laughs> Justin Fields has to hit more than 241 and a half pass plus rush yards. So total yards of 242, basically, right? He had 225 total yards last week, and that was him having a horrendous game, averaging just 3.3 air yards per pass attempt. That has to increase. He's never gone through a game averaging fewer than five and a half, and it was all the way down at three and a half. That was just stupid play calling, stupid decisions by him. I do expect him to be a little bit better, right, in this game. And he still hit 275 yards, so well uh, surpassed the 241 and a half he has to hit. He's hit this number in eight of his last 12 games played. The Buccaneers allowed Cousins to have 351 total yards last week. In week 18 last year, they allowed Desmond Ritter to basically hit this number at 233, barely missed it. Sam Darnold had 361 yards against them in week 17. And Trace McSorley hit 231 against them in week 16 last year. If Trace McSorley can have 231 yards against the Buccaneers, I think Justin Fields can have 242 total yards. So I, I know you say don't do anything quarterbacks, but I'm going to I'm gonna risk it for this one. No, I'm okay with it if it involves rushing. And with Justin Fields, it has to involve rushing <laughs> yeah. at this point. Like, uh, you can't go with it alone, you know, with the passing. Just, he was just atrocious passing last week. I mean, he somehow he, he just manufactured some fantasy points, and that's what he's going to do. I think we may look back at Justin Fields and say, wow, that guy was awesome at fantasy, but terrible in reality. Like the biggest disparity we've ever seen. I think seen. he's going to be okay. I think he's yeah, going to be we'll okay. See. But I, I do like the fact that you pointed out Desmond Ritter. I feel like those two teams are very similar the way they approach it. And if Desmond Ritter can hit that number, you think it, Justin Fields can. I think the biggest thing also is the Bucks still stop the run very well here, right? So they stop the run. They're going to have to pass quite a bit. Justin Fields is going to have to scramble to get rushing yards that way. So, because I, I don't like the backs at all this week and for Chicago, so good call there. I think to get Justin Fields, I'm just not enthused about him. But Nick Chubb, I talked about how Chris Olave and Justin Jefferson make it look easy. I think this guy makes a hundred yards look easy every week. And like, oh, he got a hundred yards again. Big deal. Um, I think it's twelve of the past seventeen games. Nick Chubb has hit a hundred yards rushing. So seventy. Six and a half? Are you kidding me? You're going to go over that every time and more on his uh, rush. I like Najee Harris way too low. I think it's an overcorrection. Uh, maybe imposed by Mike Tomlin to Matt Canada. I said, you're going to give this guy the ball more this yeah. week. What are you doing? Even if you're trailing, you have to get this guy involved. And uh, I think overcorrection is also something you look at a lot in week two. So I, I, I like your uh, picks a lot this week. And we'll see. We'll keep track of it. We'll... I think we now have to watch this uh, Bucks Bears game very closely for a lot of the things we have involved. Yeah, I hope Justin Fields looks better. I mean, it was an ugly game for him. I've been on the Justin Fields is going to, you know, improve this year train. It was not pretty in week one. I'm going to give him some more chances. But yeah, I, I think either way, he doesn't have to be, like you said, he doesn't have to be a good NFL quarterback to be a good fantasy quarterback. And he doesn't have to be a good NFL quarterback to put up 242 total yards. So uh, those are my favorite picks. And I, 
we're into week two. We're like, we're almost yeah. right there. That's crazy. This year's already flying by. Yeah, I'm excited about week two. And uh, it is uh, a good part of the football season to check out our special coverage here that we're going to have coming at you on Sunday. Lockdown is kicking up our coverage of Lockdown NFL kickoff live each Friday. We have it uh, going live here from uh, 3 to 4 Eastern on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. Yeah, you can check it out here as well. Uh, Tanitra Batiste to Jarvis Davis and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for the team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. So check that out here. Plus, get in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country. You know these teams better than anyone else. Find Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live every Friday or check it out on Sunday right before kickoff uh, there. It's uh, there for you uh, in the 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time window there on the Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. You'll find it here on our channel if you're watching on YouTube as well. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. And I'm Michelle Majid. Bye, y'all.